Well, hi there. Good morning. Um, our scripture is Matthew chapter 19, verse 14. Here it goes. Well, I'm sure we've probably heard it before. Jesus said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them. For the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Will you pray with me? Holy and gracious God, we thank you for this word. And God, we pray that your Holy Spirit would again just open our hearts and allow our minds to receive a word from you this day, the word that you have designed for each of us. And Holy God, I pray that you would take these words of mine, that you would turn them from water into wine, because God, we know that you take the simple things of this world and you'll do miracles with them. So do that again now here in our midst this day. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, well, we're going to start out with a little more singing. Are you ready? Let me see your light. Come on, come on. All right, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. That wasn't so hard, was it? <laughs> Do you maybe even have a memory as you started to sing that, of singing that as a child? Perhaps some of us have done that. Um how many, if you if you remember it as a child, remember that you didn't just sing it, you screamed that song. This little light of mine. <laughs> because it was just so much fun to sing. We had so much fun with it and all the different verses that we would put to it. But there is something about, there is something about that that I want us to really think about and, and consider this day. Um, we are giving... Uh, Bibles to some of our kids this weekend. And, and, and you know, if you've been one of them as the years have gone by, or perhaps a little older, or your children, that third grade is when we, we have designated to do that. And it's a special time, of course. I mean, you see the little expression on their face, and they're just so excited to be handed this big, thick Bible that's theirs. It's not the little one with pictures that they that they had growing up and that you might have read at bedtime or at some other time during the day, but it's their very own. And it's an exciting thing. And, you know, whenever we do that, we, we pray with them and we actually ask our congregation, you've done it here before, uh, where we've invited you to respond with an, aff an affirmation saying, we're going to pray for you and we're going to encourage you and your families that you wouldn't just allow this to be something that you take home and put on a shelf, but that you, that you use and you read and you share the stories of faith with one another. And, and we, we affirm that and tell these families that we're going to encourage you and we're, we're not going to leave you alone in this, right? We're going to be here to support you and, and help you in that. But it's a promise that we begin when, when our children are baptized, when we see these young ones that come before for us with their families and, and we lay hands on them and, and the water and we baptize them. And, 
and we say these words that we will live a life that becomes the gospel for them. That we will live a life that becomes the gospel. And it's not just there, right? It's, it's the baptism that we make these commitments. And, and it's when they get their Bibles that we affirm this. And then, then, then they come before us and then they're confirmed. Like, right? Like Aiden was a couple weeks ago. Well, a couple months ago. Um, but right, because back in the spring, we had, we had our, a group of, of kids that we confirmed. And we make a promise to them that they're not alone. That we're excited for them and we want to encourage them. And that, that we're going to help help ask answer questions and share our lives and fulfill that promise that we will live before them the gospel. We do it again as we stand and, and witness people being married, right? Like we are going to encourage and support you. We see you, we're behind you, we want the best for you and it's gonna be hard and it won't always be easy, but we're gonna, we're gonna be here because we love you and, and so we wanna support you and encourage you. And that's the beautiful thing about this life of faith that it, it reminds us that we're not alone, that even if God's path for us has been one of, of singlehood, that it's that we're still not alone because we have this community of faith. We've got these friends and, and these people who can encourage us and support us, right? Maybe, maybe we don't have children of our own, or maybe our children are grown and we're just, just kind of remembering and, and bearing witness to what we've seen. You know... Kids have a way, don't they? Just kind of reminding you of the things that are important. We make these promises that we're going to stand with and beside and encourage and support. And then one of those little things will say something like, but you said. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I did say that, didn't I? <laughs> I was reminded of that as I heard uh, uh, a neighbor kid say, but you said, oh man, you know, I think that, uh, I think that too often we probably forget. Not intentionally, it's not like we're trying to, but just as often as our children say, but you said, Right? I mean, because we might have a good reason for not following through with the demand that they are trying to remind us of. But you said I could have ice cream. It is 10 o'clock at night. You're going to bed. Right? But sometimes we just, we just get caught in the midst of our lives and we're just not paying attention, not thinking about it, distracted by this or that. And as I heard this little guy say those words the other day, I just started to think about, you know, maybe, maybe we need to be reminded that we've, we've given some promises to folks. We've said things fully intending to come through on those promises. And most of the time, without even intending it, we just didn't follow through. 
because we've allowed the busyness or allowed something to take priority. And so we find ourselves in places where we need to acknowledge that, confess it, repent of those those times, ask God's forgiveness. Maybe you got somebody that you actually need to ask forgiveness of. But we also need to be offering the grace that, that allows us to say, well, that didn't happen. I don't know why that didn't happen. But God's given me grace to say, we're just going to keep going. We're going to move on. Uh, it might not have been intentional. I don't know. But we're just going to keep on going. Friends, we need to remember our children. We need to remember families that we have made promises to. Now, I realize that you don't know every child by name, right? And, and in this instance, especially, most, most of us are, or some of us, have come here because our children are at Sunday school. <laughs> There's a bunch of kids over at Sunday school right now, and we're going, well, we don't really see as many of the little ones, unless it's summer, we get to see a lot more of them. I don't really know them. Listen, there's a lot of people that come to this church. We're not going to know everybody. We're not. We get that. So if you don't have an opportunity to actually get to know our children, maybe you know some of their parents. Engage their parents. Encourage their parents. But even if that's not a poss- even if that's not something that you're finding yourself able to do on a regular basis, then I need to ask you to make sure that you're praying for them. Because I know we talk about prayer a lot, but I think we need to be serious and intentional about it. And sometimes it happens in our prayer life too, where we're just, there's just the pressing thing, right? Or there's just the thing that we, that we always pray. And those aren't bad things, but we need to encourage praying for more in different ways as well praying for our children, praying for their families, because the thing is that, the thing is that prayer actually works. (laughs) Prayer actually causes things to happen and, 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 and things to change and, and things, people to be encouraged and find hope in places they didn't, they didn't realize. And yet sometimes our prayers, even when they are faithful, they're ones that we might not see come to fruition in our lifetimes. But that's that's what we find in scripture, right? Abraham was told he would be the father of many nations. He didn't get to come to see that to fruition, but he was told it would be, and so he had faith that it would. My grandmother prayed. She prayed daily for her family, that all of us would, would know God and that we would come to church and don't tell anybody. But my cousin started going to church just a couple months go. Glitter Grand didn't get to see it on this side of heaven, but her prayers were faithful and they come to pass if we're faithful. So pray for our children. Pray for their families. I don't know, maybe the Spirit's convicting one or more of you and just really telling you that maybe you need to volunteer with our children's ministry. Whoa! I know our children's director would not say no. (laughs) She would gladly welcome you. 
But mostly, we need to be mindful, mindful of our community of faith, that we do and need to take seriously the things that we have said we would do and, and acknowledge that every single person that walks through our buildings is important. They have a purpose and, and that they need to be encouraged. They need to see us living out the life that we promised they would see. So whenever you hear someone say, but you said, <laughs> I know, buddy, I said you could come play with the dogs. Come on. You can come next door and you can hang out at my house for a little bit. You can play with the dogs. Might only be 10 minutes because I, I don't know if I can handle all your energy. But I said it and I want you to know that I mean it. Because yes, we need to be true to our word. But here's the point. It's because our God is so good and so great. It's because our God is so faithful that we can't help but live it out. Psalm 78, 4. It says that we will not hide from our descendants. We will tell the next generation the praiseworthy deeds of the Lord, his power and the wonders he has done. Yes, yes, we will tell them, even if we become the crazy granny or the weird aunt, or oh my gosh, if you heard my uncle, it's okay. We need them to hear again and again. That's why in our family, we knew when we sat down to dinner, we'd all take hands and we would wait because Glitter Grain was about to pray. And after her five-minute sermon, she would say, Amen. But we know it. There is no doubt that she told her generations of the goodness of her God, of the praiseworthy deeds that he has done. So my friends, let's not fall short. Let's stand back up. Let's live this life, this life that we are called to, not out of duty, but out of our great love for our God, recognizing all that he has done, recognizing that there is hope for all that he has yet to do. And let us not fall short in telling the generations, praying, for them, praying for their families, letting it be known that we spoke of the goodness of God. Will you pray with me? Holy God, I know that we make promises and God, we recognize those times that we need to repent. Those times that we have fallen short, those times that we have not done what we said we would do. So gracious, Lord, will you give us the confidence and the boldness, even the transformation of heart 
or mind if that's where it's needed. Because God, we want to come through. We want to come through for our children and their parents. And not only that, God, but we're coming through for you because we are going to take seriously the call upon our lives to tell the generations of all of your praiseworthy deeds, your goodness, your glory, and your grace. In Jesus' name, amen.